What's going on, everybody? This is Ezra McNeil, and this is Real Talk with Ezra, episode 15. This episode is another part two, um, which is about branding and entrepreneurship. Now, on Virginia State's campus, there are so many people that, you know, are trying to get their name out there, you know, whether it's being a makeup artist to being a DJ to actually being, you know, a rapper or songwriter to even having their own YouTube show with doing comedy as well as photography and having their own clothing lines. So today I have a few good friends of mine who are within that circle, and we're just going to talk about, you know, how their ideas have came about, you know, what their trials and stuff is like, and we're just going to just have a good conversation. So a uh, few friends, if you want to start off saying who you are. Um, what's up, y'all? What's up, Ezra? My name is Trey Williams. Um, I'm a junior accounting major. From Woodbridge, Virginia, and uh, I rap. I, I do that rap music stuff. So. <laughs> That's what's up. All right, what's good? What's good? My name is Daytuan Johnson. Many know me as Saint Laurent Tuan. I'm a fashion photographer as well as a wardrobe stylist. What's up, y'all? Uh, this is Jalen Hodges. Uh, you know, I'm a mass comm major at VSU. Uh, people call me Jay Hodges. Um, I make videos, um, uh, media personality, all that kind of stuff, comedy. That's what I do, so yeah, that's me. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Daquan Lundy, but I go by the name of Uno, and I'm the owner of Uno Apparel. What's up, y'all? I go by the name J. <clears throat> Shit. Fuck. Take your time. Take your time. You good? Yeah. <laughs> I should have brought some water. My fault. Yeah. <laughs> what's up, y'all? It's JV, also known as DJ Infinity. I'm a DJ here at VSU, and I also own my own entertainment and sound company called Infinity Entertainment. Hey everyone, my name is Hirut Shita. I am the creator of Hirut Magazine. Um, I am a senior, currently marketing major at Virginia State University. And thank you, Ezra, for having me on this show. I forgot my uh, my brand's name is uh, Jay Hodges TV. I, <laughs> I used to get yeah, your I forgot brand. my you brand. Brand. I wanted to say who I was, but Jay Hodges TV, that's, that's the brand. <laughs> I do forget yeah. you. Beautiful <laughs> magazine, by the way. Thank uh, you. Thank I stayed you. looking at it. Yeah, so, um, so, yeah, so let's get right into it. Um, actually, since he wrote, you're actually the first uh, woman on this you, type of episode. You. So how did you um, start your brand? How did you start the magazine? Like, what was the idea that, you know, made you think like oh nah mag- making a magazine you know as a what a senior in college like right that, that's dope so what okay. did you do so what I did was when I was a senior I, in 2018 in December I started blogging and I started noticing that I was really into like fashion and just like music and all sorts of stuff like that <laughs> so I didn't want to make my magazine public in tw- in like um next year just because I felt like I was a little too nervous just because of what people would say, like what they would think about my magazine, like, oh, she's doing this or she's doing that. And I saw, I was in class one day and my professor just saw me working on my magazine and it was like, oh, what is that? Like, you have like a magazine, like what's going on? And I, yeah, I was like, yeah, I just like blog, but not a lot of people know about it. I don't really promote it on Instagram or I don't promote it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, you should start doing it because like this is really nice. This is something like you should really show, especially because like I go to HBCU and we have like a lot of like writers, bloggers that want to also get involved in the movement so once I decided to do that in spring of it was spring break Mm -hmm. of 2019 I decided to make my own uh, Instagram page for it and I was kind of nervous because people were kind of like I was it was like it was just something to get me out of my comfort zone so my professor was really pushing me on that and I decided to talk about the latest trends in fashion, footwear, culture, because I noticed a lot of people on campus, they were always like, oh, I like your style, oh, I like how you dress. So I was like, maybe I should incorporate that in my magazine. And I also wanted to incorporate other brands as well. So like um, one of my friends, she's from DC, she just started her clothing brand, so I decided to put her in my magazine as well. Um, But for the most part, it was really me getting out of my comfort zone, just because I was trying to work on my writing skills. I didn't know, like, I would be scared sometimes if people would be like, oh, that's wrong, or if that's wrong, like, you know, like, but I did it anyway, and I'm really happy I did it because a lot of people know about it, and it's something that I can move on with the future, and I can right. keep doing it, so, right. after I graduate, up. yeah. That's thank you, up. thank you. No problem. Javi, what's up? Um, so, yeah, basically, 
basically how I started DJing. One day I was in my room. I think it was my freshman year. It was during uh, during fall semester, and um, one day I, I ended up seeing an ad for a DJ program. And then um, all I did was start downloading, it, start start playing with it. And I was like, okay, maybe I can do this. So then um, I think that winter break, I saved up about like eight hundred to one k and invested into a whole bunch of DJ equipment. Like mm. all the money I made from working at Chuck E. Cheese that winter, I, ended, I, <laughs> <laughs> I used to work at Chuck E. Cheese too, you know, hard times. But um, I ended up blowing all that money on DJ equipment. So uh, I came back to school. You know, I came back to school. I already had it in my mind that I was going to begin book this stuff, but but it wasn't really like that because you know everything starts off slow. Yeah. So um, ended up making flyers, posting them all over around campus. Um, and then our uh, a group of people that I'm a part of called Eskimo. Shout out to them. They put me on our first house party. Oh man! Like some of y'all in this room are in that group too. So um, that house party was very successful. And then in about uh, four months, I made it from from house parties into clubs in less than four months. So I had a pretty fast come up. Um, after that, the summer of my uh, sophomore, no, yeah, the, the summer going from my freshman to my sophomore year, I had joined Tip. So more people were hearing about me with DJing. And then, you know, after that, I started doing BSU events as well. So started doing small activity hours, started, started getting my name out there more. You know, more and more people are starting to hear about me over time, you know. Um, now we got sophomore year. Join Alpha, start DJing, more things. More and more people are hearing about me now. And mm-hmm. during that time, um, I had a lot going on, so I just had to figure out how to make my brand about myself, like just about me, like without without using everything that I was in as I could crutch. So um, now, like now we're here in my senior year. Um, also, one one thing that I did this past summer, I, I invested about two hundred dollars into buying um, LLC for my company called Affinity Entertainment. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm still working with exactly what I want to do with it, but I want to build a promo team and sound and entertainment company from that. So I'll be running out sounds, you know, different companies just so I can make money from all ends besides DJing because I want to do more than just DJing. Right. I want to have ownership of, like, a lot of properties, a lot of sound, entertainment, artists, you know, all of that. I'm pretty much trying to do everything I can with DJing. One thing was dope. You saying, like, you invested in yourself, so you sort of made that sacrifice, like, hustling, in Chuck E. Cheese, and, yeah, and you know, just trying to get the, <laughs> trying to get the bag, and then it, it from Chuck E. Cheese to where you at now, you know, DJing, you know, all over the places is really is really dope. So, kudos to you, man. Oh no, what's up? What's up, man? <clears throat> so like, how it started for me, it was more like a a year. It took years like to build up, like, but I always knew like we would get to this point because I started this group called One One One, One Person, One Purpose, One Path. It was a group of me and like 12 other guys um, back in Norfolk, Virginia, that's where I'm from. And we just like looked out for each other. It was like a little brotherhood kind of. And we started throwing parties around the neighborhood, started doing stuff in the community. And people started calling us the Unos. So like Michael Jackson and Jackson 5, I coined Uno. Like I'm Uno, these are Unos. Cause you know, like I started it, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. But um, I always said like, oh, I'm gonna change the world. Oh, I'm gonna take over. And, it was like we had this thing, one-on-one takeover, and people just kind of like was throwing ones up, getting with the movement and stuff like that. And I seen it became bigger than me. So like Uno wasn't just me and my group of friends. It was everybody. It was like a whole thing. So the one person, one purpose, one path, I flipped it to like being your own individual, finding your purpose in life. And everything you do is like how you blaze your path or the things you go through to come out on top, which is Uno being number one. So um, the, the, to get to the clothing brand part of it, this is like my senior year of high school, second semester, 2018. I was working at Hardy's, like OD, like 25 hours a week. I was like president of mad, like clubs and school. Like I just, homecoming king, all that. So mm-hmm. I had a whole nine, but it was still like a void somewhere in my life. I ended up quitting my job like two months before I graduated. My mom looking at me like I'm crazy. Like we gotta pay for the prom, we gotta pay for graduation, right. all that. And I was like, I don't know what we gonna do, but I got, I got one more check. So, um, I don't know. But I'm in class, and it's an art project. And the teacher's like, we're going to do graffiti, a graffiti project. My name's Daquan. Like, that's too big to go on a piece of paper. I feel like, well, it would have been too complicated to try to space it out. Yeah, right. So I just did my nickname. I just did Uno. She looked at it and was like, you should put this on a T-shirt or try to style it somehow. And I'm mm-hmm. like, eh, you know how you blow it off. You're not really paying no attention to it. Right. But I colored it in one day, made some calls. And somebody linked me with somebody that could do it. He got it digitally, like, on the computer. We printed it out, put it on some T-shirts. I released it to the public, like, sampled it, like, let people see little sneak peeks, see what people were saying, and then put, like, the first 25 out, the first 25 sold in, like, two days. So it was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, this is something serious, you know, like, and I really took it and ran with it. And, like, now, 
I'm just using that to feed other sources of things. Like I started Top Status Entertainment just through a party with DJ Infinity. Yes, not sir. too long ago. Yeah, that was a big success. I was in class. I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's just, like I said, like, we just trying to do a big, like, I always told them, like, it's an umbrella of things. We're doing a little bit of everything. We're trying to touch everything. The clothing just happened to come first and take off, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Jay Hodges. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, for me, um, I'm from the South Five. I'm from Virginia Beach. Um, and Virginia Beach, you know, it kind of started you know, the whole creativity thing for me, like acting, uh, just being like who I am pretty much. Cause growing up there, like everyone's trying to be creative, you know, Pharrell's from there, Pusha T's from there. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to be different, fit in their own lane. And in high school, you know, I was in a couple acting classes. Um, I did TV production uh, at this one place called Votech in Virginia Beach. So I did that. But when it came to my brand, Hodges TV, you know, I always thought to myself, like going up, I'm always like funny, doing goofy stuff. I was like a class clown, but I'm like, how can I like turn that into like actually like a brand? Like, how can I turn that into like me actually like eventually, hopefully getting paid for what I do? Right. And I thought about Jay Hodges TV. Um, my so- winter break going into my junior year, I believe. Not junior year winter break. Yeah, when I first came out for um, when I yeah junior year, my bad. But um, my friend Carlton London, y'all might know Carlton, uh, Freddie. You know what I'm saying? He helped me make the logo. Uh, I got inspired by, you know, MTV. Um, if you see the logo, it has the wave on it. So I'm from Virginia Beach. So I kind of got inspired by, like, MTV, MTV raps, uh, like, stuff like that, that kind of vibe. Yeah. And also, 90s. Yeah, like, 90s yeah. pretty much. And really, my biggest inspiration for, for me was Martin Lawrence. Um, Martin, I kind of see myself in him a lot. Like, I'm short. Like, short <laughs> jokes, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do, like, do stuff like that, like, he really inspired me to like really do the comedy thing. And like at first I did YouTube. I remember I had my first episode. You know, Ezra was in the first episode. <laughs> it was it was it was it was pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? I think it was bad. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I learned to love it. We got better with the quality. Ended up linking it with my linking up with my bro um Frank, uh LA Tokyo, La Tokyo, whatever you want to sure. call it. Yeah, and he he got me right with the quality. We ended up making, you know, more than just YouTube. We do, I do Instagram now, for real, for real. I kind of uh, went away from the YouTube lane. Um, it just t- people are too lazy to click on the link. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I kind of realized, you know, hey, let that. me actually, you know, put it on Instagram. People can see it. Right. It's easy. Yeah. It's fast. Let's see how people react to it. And when I posted videos with my friend Nico, um, he's the my right hand man when it comes to um, videos I do. And um, when I did that, everything just started, you know, blowing up pretty much. So I get hella shares. Hella likes everything like Mac Wilds um like my videos Pusha T like my videos oh, wow. so like people like that Terrence man. J don't forget Terrence J yeah Terrence oh, J yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nice. yeah intern with Terrence J but we'll get to that you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah but the brand J has TV man it's all about just it's just more than comedy you know what I'm saying it's, it's just it's like TV hosting media personality all that just showing you my my humor and my struggles in life turning it into like a funny thing and that's Jazz TV. I like how you pointed that out. That's what's up. Yeah. Saint Laurent. <laughs> the Saint himself. Um, for me, everything started off with fashion. I never once thought about doing photography. It was all fashion. Many people know me as the fashion guy. They've always known me as that. Um, all throughout high school, you know, I always said I wanted to be a celebrity stylist. That was my main goal. First year after graduation, I started setting that into motion. I had a friend, she was trying to work on her modeling portfolio. And that whole summer, me and her were just booking shoot after shoot after shoot. I styled all of her looks for it. Mm-hmm. And we met, um, we met this beautiful photographer. Her name is uh, Sailor Marie, and she's from Richmond. She's from the same city I'm from. And, um, you know, we worked with her all summer. We worked closely with her. Yeah. And after a while, of working with her, the way I would set up our model and some of the poses and the way I would set up some of the shots, she kind of was like, have you ever thought about taking photography into consideration? Mm -hmm. And I was like, um, not for real. It's never been my passion. And, um, I just, that's, we just ended it there. And like after that day, the rest of the summer, my friend kept asking, she was like, yo, have you thought about what Sailor was telling you? Have you thought about it? And I was just like, nah, brushing it off, brushing it off. And then one day, we were um, up like pretty late. It was, I want to say 4 or 5 a.m. Mm. And I was custom making a dress for her from scratch for our next shoot. And um, I don't know, something just like struck me in that moment. 
it was like, yo, if I wanted to take this seriously, I really could. Like, what's the harm in trying? So after that, I looked into equipment, of course, and that shit was mad expensive. <laughs> and I did not have the money. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we did that shoot. We knocked that out. And then we kind of took a break for a minute because we both had to get ready for school. And when I came to state, I did my first um, styling at state with one of the Corojo models. And that came out beautifully. And again, they were like, oh, do you take pictures as well? And I said, no, I'm not at that stage where I'm taking photos. So I submitted, um, it was a photographer call for the Trojan Activities Board. And I submitted some of my styling works to them because mm-hmm. it, re- it was referred to me through a friend. Mm. And uh, Sydney Jones, she was uh, the one who kind of gave me my start with photography. She, uh, she was like, yo, your, your pictures are, are cool. I like the way you style things. And I would like to give you your first shot as a photographer for um, the homecoming pep rally. Mm-hmm. At that point, I didn't have a camera. My first refund check, I went and bought all the camera equipment. Didn't know what the fuck I was buying. The whole refund check. The whole refund check. Camera equipment. I didn't know how to use it. My very first shot that I took. It was a picture of Ivy, and she was doing like with the. With oh, the yeah. that was, oh, what? Yeah. That was you? That was my very first picture. Oh, wow. That's a good photo. Yeah. That's, 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 that's infamous, yeah. though. Wow. And I just, I just kind of built from there. Like, it was a lot of trial and error. I had to, I had to teach myself a lot of things, but that's that's where it went to. And later on down the road, I really fell in love with photography because, for me, there's like nothing else. There's nothing else I'm interested in. Anything that I have to do for my life, it has to be creative. Like, mm-hmm. I have to do something and it has to work. And this is what works for me. This is what I love. And I love fashion to death. Um, I'm getting more into styling this semester. I'll be styling a show at the end of this month. But, um, yeah, later on, I had to figure out what I was going to do for brand purposes. And I was like, I need to find something that's going to, A, fit my personality. Mm-hmm. Two, that's going to stick in people's heads. And it has to be something that, like, means a lot to me. And I came up with a lot of dumb shit. Like, the first brand that I had was, uh, was Rihanna's forehead. And the, the mindset behind that was like, okay, I'm big and popping. Like, Rihanna's forehead. <laughs> and it, it stuck because it was funny. And then I went into Antoine We Trust. I was like, because niggas trust me, obviously. And then I was like, I need something that's more sophisticated to fit me in my life now. And then that's how St. Laurent Twan came up or came to start. Cause of course, St. Laurent is a major fashion house and that's my favorite brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saint also means something spiritual to me as well. Right. So I had to tie that in there, of course. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's how I got here now. That's what's up, man. Yeah. It's right. crazy. Trigger, 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 Trey. What up? Man, nothing. I feel like with all these stories, man, mine's, I started rapping on accident. So <laughs> the idea of the brand, like, that's why I don't really, I don't know. But basically, I saw a diss track on SoundCloud. I had Sound, SoundCloud for like two days. That's when Joey, Joey Badass was out. Mm-hmm. Like, Mick Jenkins was dropping. Like, it was yeah. a great time for Spin Really, all of that. So I was on SoundCloud and stuff. And I saw a diss track from some local rapper, and he was just in a whole group. So I commented on it. I was like, yo, like, he killed, like, he messed y'all ninjas up type stuff. <laughs> so a person from the group somehow completely ignored the whole diss and focused on my comment. And he got mad. He was like, you don't even make music. Screw you. And then two days later, <laughs> three days later, he DM'd me a diss, not about him, but about me because I commented on it. He was talking about he's gonna take my girl. I don't rap. I'm trash. I shouldn't. Oh, he likes be allowed you. to be rap. <laughs> he likes I was like, geez, bro. So I was like, what okay. Year, what year was that? <laughs> this was my junior year, high, no sophomore year of high school. Like wow. Yeah. Wow. So I was, I was like, I was like, well, I guess I gotta make a rap song now. If he, so I can talk about rap. I gotta make a rap song, and I made it. Then he DM'd me after that and was like. Yo, you trying to join our group? And I was like, and I was like, yeah, I did, I did it, I joined it. I was like, whatever, it's cool. And all of them fell off, and I just kept doing it, um, because I started dealing with a lot of stuff, and it was my way of talking. I'm typically not a talker. That's why, like, during this, I, y'all laughing, I'm kind of like, yeah, these cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I figured rap was a way to do that. 
Um, it really picked up when I got to state because it fell off at the end of high school because you move away from your friends and you You start start over getting new followers type. So, um, it picked up now because because of Eskimo, they wanted me to start performing and. I don't like performing because, again, I don't like people in the state. You know, the crowd at states typically. Wishy-washy. Yeah, wishy-washy. Yeah, that's how they hit or miss with states. Yeah, yeah, and depending on the style, you're not going to get far depending on the style. So it's like. That's true. So it's like I was nervous about it, but they said keep pushing it. And eventually I got booed a couple times. It's fine. Everything's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But I started freestyling, and um, people noticed that. And through that, they like wanted to get to know me, and when people got to know me, that's when I came came up with the brand. Like, like I just got me, bro. Like, mm-hmm. it's not really right. a descriptive. Like, it's not a thing about the brand, but the same way I started rapping, that's the same brand I'm giving you. Like, I'm rapping because right. some because somebody said I couldn't, so I'm just trying it. And this brand I'm giving off is me just trying life. Like, we're all just right. trying life, mm-hmm. and it's relatable. And I feel like like bump all the money. Like, I can get the money later, but for now, I just want I need everybody to know like. We all relate to each other at the end of the day. And if you can pick up on that message, then you can mess with Trey, bro. Right. And that's how, that's pretty much how it goes from there. But um, senior year, bro, I mean, not senior year, junior year, whatever year I'm in right now, college <laughs> is crazy. Um, Art, <laughs> Art Backwards came up because I lost my old Twitter. And my old Twitter was like Young Trey Trey. That's when I was Trey Williams and all that. Um, I said I want to make something cool. It was a young pepper jack. Yeah, young pepper jack. <laughs> cheese, <laughs> cheese game. Cheese I was trying everything. And I feel like that was like a time when I was looking for identity and stuff. But this art backwards thing, I said I want to do something that's like kind of like it's easy to understand, but it can mean so much. Right. Because that's how I feel about myself. Like I'm easy to understand, even with the lyrics in my songs. Like they're not easy to understand. They're kind of easy to understand, but it means way more than people could think. It's like beneath the surface. So I said art backwards and just told people simply because my name backwards is Trey. Mm-hmm. But. Like, in reality, like, for the brand's purpose or for the brand's sake, it's, like, if I ever do anything, I want it to go against the norm because like, I feel like everything's watered down now. So, like, in order to combat that and to bring excitement back to creativity and everything, you got to go against the norm. And if you go against the norm, you're doing it in an inverted way, which is backwards. Mm-hmm. So, as long as I'm going to do art, I'm going to do art backwards. And then that's... That's fine. That's fine. Right. That's tough. That's tough. That's when nice. you was talking about, um, you know, personal issues and things like that, you know, we all have personal issues. Um, you know, regardless if it's personal, you're in class, you know, your, your homeboys ain't rocking with you, your girl not rocking with you, stuff like that. So um, another question would be for everybody or, you know, a few people can answer. What are... Um, what are or what were some trials that came your way while building up your brand? Um, and, you know, regardless of what it is, because, I mean, we we all go through the same things, you know. So I'm like, what are, like, some specific incidences that, like, could have say, you could say that was sort of made you, like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this or mm-hmm. maybe the same for me. But, like, somehow, some way you still put pulled through. So, like, what were some trials that came your way? Uh, I mean, for me, it was just, like, the shares I'm getting, um, how many likes I'm getting. You know, some videos I might, you know, for TV I might have like, you know, I might have a few likes. Mm-hmm. Not that I want, I want more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was hard for me, like, to stay consistent with like, yo, just like, I might not get that many likes this time. I might not, many get, might not get that many shares this time on Instagram. But let me just, you know, still post another video. Let me keep it going. And for me, that was probably my biggest trial was just having to deal with, you know, not being successful every single time with my mm-hmm. video. Do you, so, so do you, like you felt like every time like everything was like a hit. Yeah, like everything was a hit. So mm-hmm. like like I remember I dropped one video, I think it was like I forgot what it was, man. It was with Nico though. And um I thought it was gonna blow up. I thought this was the one. Cause mm-hmm. like the one video I had that blew up was like the Wear Black video um with Jade. Um I did that and that blew up. They got like thirteen thirty one thousand views on um wow. on Twitter. Yeah. Wow, that's mm-hmm. yeah, on Twitter, yeah. That's what's up. That blew up. I mean she oh, yeah. she got big for that too at, at school mm-hmm. and stuff. Like we're black. Everyone kept saying that during last year. <laughs> and um when she was a freshman and so like I was ever since then I was trying to, you know, get a bigger video out and I feel like I've done good so far with my with my consistency. <laughs> but you know, it's just hard, you know, trying to get enough shares, honestly. Mm-hmm. Good. I say my biggest trial was myself. Like mm-hmm. the support was always there, like I never felt like anything was against me. That was the crazy part. Like, I feel like I could do no wrong. But at the end of the day, it's like, are you doing enough? Like, are you going to keep pushing? You know, I never second-guessed, like, the brand itself. 
kind of second guessing myself. Like, yeah. are you really going to put forth the effort to start this and finish it? You right. know, right. Cause like that, that's the main thing. You can always start something, you can always make something happen. But like, how how are you going to be consistent? Is it going to last long? Like, you you are the main force behind anything because nobody's going to believe in it as hard as like as you. Like, that's one so of, true. Yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. True. So my my big trial was like. My homeboys was with it, and then like they graduated before me. Like the whole one on one situation I was talking about, yeah. it was mainly like consisted of seniors. Mm. So when they left and went on to college, started doing their own thing, you just, it's like by yourself, right? It was just really Uno at that point. Yeah. So it's like I'm the only one that's gonna push this. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and that, that's when I realized, like, yeah, it's all you. Yeah, I could say to piggyback off of that, like, and everybody could could piggyback off this too. Basically, it's just like it's easy to create it. But the hardest or most difficult thing is actually keeping it, you know. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. You continue. Oh, no, I, was, I thought you had something to say. I was going to say, so, like, one of my trial and errors was, like, for a lot of the times, I was always thinking when I was going to start my magazine, a lot of people, you know, I'm thinking it, like, People, they like to read, but they like to read what's interested to them. So right. if it doesn't interest you, nobody's going to read it. Of course. Right? right. So, you know, yeah, yeah. like, so one thing I told myself was like, oh, wow, like people are just going to look this, look at this as a newspaper and nobody picks up the newspaper anymore. Like some people do, but Except like, for baby boomers. yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah, but like a lot of the times, like I was kind of like nervous on that part, but then it's like. I see a lot of people on campus. They like the style. They like to do their own thing. And everybody has their own style. Mm-hmm. Like, and like that's the point of just, like, looking nice, dressing up, and everything like that. Because right. at the end of the day, it's what you like to wear. And people are always going to be open to, like, oh, like, you look nice. You look nice. But it was mostly, like, I wanted to be more visual on my magazine. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, a lot of people, they don't want to read a whole article. I know I don't want to read a whole article because right. when I'm in class and then a t- professor gives some, us something to read, I'm like, oh, I don't want to read this. Right. Like, I just skimped through it. So, like, for me, it was more like pictures. So, once I started my Instagram page, I was just like, okay, maybe these pictures might get people more, like, interested because everybody likes pictures on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, even when you're on your Explore page, like, oh, you see something that has to do with hair. Or you have see something that has to do with like a podcast, so yeah. they're gonna like the picture. So with me and that, with my Instagram page, it really, really helped. But that was one of my trials and errors when I was like, okay, let me not do too much writing, and right. let me be like visual, like ha- let people have fun with it. You yeah. know, when they log on to my website. Yeah, it's funny because people have short attention spans. Yeah, yeah. Like, definitely. Yeah. If something is too long, even for like YouTube videos, yeah. like yeah. if it's not appealing for like the first two, three minutes, people are just gonna click it off. Yeah, so, yeah. Definitely. I definitely understand that. And that, you know, and that, and that's another thing. <laughs> like the external, like everybody that's outside of us watching, it's like. Being a creative and having your craft, like you're passionate about it, and you want you want people to love it, but at the same time, you you don't feel like you need to change anything for them, right? But right. you know you have to to get that success. Like yeah. it's kind of yeah. like you have to cater to yourself. And it's like wow, right? Definitely. Yeah. So so and, and even with the 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 short attention spans, it's like consistency, bro. Like a song. Nowadays it's like two minutes long, and, right. I, and and a lot of major artists are making it two minutes or under. That way, you have to stream it over and over again if you love the song because right. the song's overtime. Kanye. And that's how people that, <laughs> and that's how people finesse the streams type business. Yeah. But in terms of of simply consistency, like I just dropped the tape, and everybody like I already feel like okay, now I have to do something else. What's or, the name of your tape? Yeah, Khaki Pants and Dad Caps. Cool. It's a, it's a mixtape. Just making sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just dropped the tape and I already feel like I have to do more. Why? Because since then, every other artist has done this. People are doing this. Like time moves and it's moving fast. Like that's a fact. I had a conversation with like one of my coworkers and I told him I had my pearl or whatever. And he asked me a question. I can't remember the exact words, but my answer was like, Uno's gonna last forever. Uno pearl gonna last forever. He was like, How? He's like, what happens when your current crowd get older or a new generation come up and you got to grab their attention? Right. You got to adjust to them. You got to adapt to the changes. Like, right. that's how you're going to stay relevant. Like, it's crazy. Like he said, like, you, it's your passion and you feel like you don't got to change. But something going to catch up to you, whether mm-hmm. it's the, the trend or a new generation and what they like. Like, yeah. you got to adjust to yeah, the crowd. Yeah, definitely. I think it's sort of annoying because it's like you make it because you like it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like. 
with for people to grasp onto it, you you really have to cater to them, and it, right. it kind of right. is annoying because it's like you could be do, uh, promoting something or, or doing something huge. But then if people is not rocking when it's like, nah, we like this, but you don't yeah. like it. It's just like, yeah. come on, y'all, y'all got to like work with it. Yeah, yeah, but it's, I mean, but I think it's also, it could actually help you as well because you're evolving yeah. with them as well. Yeah. So it's like, I know for me, like with podcast episodes and stuff like that, I try and go on the Instagram and say, what new episodes would y'all like to hear about? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like uncomfortable conversations right. that I really wouldn't have on a natural on a regular day but it's just like maybe something good could come out of it because I could probably learn something and then also the people are engaged with me so right. yeah um, but nah thank you for that you know that was great <laughs> another question that I was thinking about since we're all in college um, and we all you know how are managing our own brands so like how is it being a student and managing your stuff at the same time. Like, what are the difficulties, the highs and the lows of it? Everybody like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, especially for you, Javen. Yeah, because yeah. Javen, you you've been a lot of places and you know with your major and stuff like that. Right, like, right, how right. how do you manage? I uh, like first off, I'm a computer science major, but it's like um, I'm at the point where I'm pretty much booked like at least once or twice a week now. So it's like I'm I'm traveling like getting rides to go different places. I've even been traveling to different homecomings to do odd things too, travel to Virginia Union as well. But like really the most important thing like you really need to do is like just just have time management. Like me, how I focus on everything, I do all my work at the beginning of the week, like as soon as I get it. So that way as soon as I can knock it out. So that way like at night when I'm chilling I can just focus on my DJ craft and do all that. So anytime like I travel to different homecomers, going to different schools, I just do everything like Mary Legion. It's like just to get out the way, because if you don't like, it then just gonna start piling up. You gonna start doing shit last minute, mm-hmm. and then it's, yeah. it's going to fuck you over at the end of school. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to say like for me, I gen- I genuinely like with everything in my heart hate school. <laughs> I hate school. I've always hated school. Yeah. I mean, hey. I, I, I agree. And the crazy it's thing is, like, I love to learn, but I hate school. Right. And like with that being said. When I get opportunities uh, with my fashion or whether it's with my photography, I'll like I don't care what's going on with school. I'll jump first on that, and then I'll worry about the consequences later. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to right. break out of that, yeah. and this semester was kind of my first. It's time. hard, man. That's, it's that's, so yeah, hard. It is. It is. Yeah. This semester was kind of my first time prioritizing school over that mm-hmm. because, um, like early on, I got booked for. RVA Fashion Week, which has like been a dream of mine. Yeah, congrats to you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, I was like, okay, I'm gonna accept the offer, but if my schoolwork isn't up to par by the time Fashion Week comes around, then I just won't do it. Right. And um, self discipline. Yeah, self discipline. Yeah. And every time, like every, like every time, every night I get home, I'm I'm busy. I'm pretty sure everybody else in here is busy, like crazy busy, because we all do different things. But I'm getting back home at like. Midnight, one, two, and by the time I get home, it's like, all right, I'm about to just bullshit because I don't feel like doing nothing. Mm-hmm. But with Fashion Week in the back of my mind, it's like, nah, dog, you got to knock out this homework. And like with the motivation of Fashion Week in my mind, it kind of just made me see like new time slots and opportunities throughout the day to get what I needed to done, get what I, get what I needed to get done, done and out of the way yeah. so mm-hmm. I could just focus on my craft and um wow forgot the question (laughs) (laughs) no uh you know being a college student managing your own business at the same time oh yeah yeah Yeah. that was it really (laughs) (laughs) see i'm different Uh, oh okay you want to go i was about to say just like a little quick thing like um like he said like we say he was disciplined because he you know was able to counteract like what what was the consequence of not having the schoolwork done or going to the RVA. Yeah. But the thing about it is like, yeah, you can be disciplined, but that mindset of discipline, like it runs out. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. can you can like switch your mind real quick. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, you cannot be disciplined in a certain time frame when yeah. you want to do something. So I say like it has to be like consistent. Like it has to be your lifestyle. Like Javian said, like he traveling, he traveling, he doing his work. That becomes like a lifestyle for him, mm-hmm. because now like this is how I want to go about doing things. This is what my priorities. This is what I want. So I think you have to accept it, and and be, that's how you come used to it when yeah. it comes routine. You know. Yeah, yeah sure. I remember this past summer I was in the club and um, that I was at the point where I was doing online classes this summer. So 
I ended up seeing on my phone, like, I was about to miss an assignment. So, like, I legit had to stop DJing, oh, let that. somebody else DJ. And I'm in the club, like, in the back of the club, sitting in the corner doing my homework. <laughs> like, everybody looking at me like I'm crazy. But I'm mm-hmm. like, I just got to get it done. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, yeah, uh, Uno hit it on the head. Like, it's also, it's a life habit that yeah, you need to, yeah. that you need to have. So, you know, it won't, it's it's routine. Like, you doing your work. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's honestly, yeah. He root. Yeah. Like, I was a little bit different. So, like. Me, my mind works in crazy ways. Like, I'll do homework, but I'll stop doing homework, and I'll just work on a magazine, and I'll just forget to turn that in that my assignment. Mm-hmm. Last semester, like, I was doing good, but it was just, like, I could have done better because I was so focused on a magazine. I was so focused. Like, that was my outlet in getting away from school. So I got yeah, so addicted yeah. to mm-hmm. it that, yeah. you know, my grades was kind of falling, but then, like, I was like, okay, let me pick this back up. It's midterms week. Like, right. let me study for everything that I need. Right. So, like, once I got through that, it was just, like, I kept on having ideas in the back of my mind, just sitting in class, like, what should I do with my magazine next? What should I write about? What should I, you know, like, incorporate? So, it was just, like, my mind was, like, from here to here to here to boom, like, you failing. Oh, now you passing. Oh, now you failing. You passed. And, mm. you know, now I'm a senior in college, so thank God I made it yeah. to this point. Right. Yeah. Jalen, how are you, like, with your videos and stuff like, like that? Like, for me, it's really annoying, like, as a mass comm major, you know, going to these, these classes, someone's telling me how to edit. I already know how to edit. <laughs> I know how to edit better than him. So it's like, it's like, yo, why am I here? That's how I really think, like, sometimes, right, right. like, not to say their names, you know what, you know, some yeah. professors over here, <laughs> yeah, like, don't sue me, but yeah, I don't want to, it's just annoying, like, you know, and it's kind of hard to be consistent and still balance the school thing, because I wish I could just be in my room, just make videos all day, and not go to class, but I can't do that, because I need this degree, I need this money regardless, but it's just hard, like, you know, having to respect the professor, for me anyway, as a mass comm major, to respect the professor and say, okay, I'm going to do this work, let me do the assignment, you assign me. And I'm gonna get back to my brand and go to the house TV. That's right. how it is for me, honestly. And that's that's all I gotta say about that, honestly. That's what's mm-hmm. up. So regardless of besides, you know, having time management, uh self discipline and, you know, trying to make consistency your your life habit, um, what are the things that motivate you to keep going, you know, like is regardless of, you know, people, um, you know, in the in the industry that you're looking at your, you know, loved ones back home, you know, best friends, like, what are the things that motivate y'all to keep doing or keep building your brand and, and your businesses? Uh, I would say the mystery behind it, for real, for real, because mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, because you don't know where it came from, you know, everybody got their thing, everybody got their niche, but it's the fact that for some specific reason, I stumbled across this. I didn't go searching for it, you know what I'm saying? And even growing up, like, you know, growing up, everybody's like, I can see you being this. And right, when you're right. a kid, yeah. Yeah. Like, when you're a kid and your parents ask you, you got these giant, like, I, I told my mom I wanted to be an archaeologist. I don't even know what that, like, I wouldn't enjoy that. Like, I just saw an Indiana Jones commercial. I said, that man is on some crazy stuff right now. And I like it. But, nah, like, but it's just, yeah, it's the mystery behind it. And it's knowing, like, it's knowing like even the people that's listening to me or the people that's looking at me doing this, they don't even know what's going on. Then they come asking me, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like all I know is I'm doing this, I have fun with it, and I love it. And it's also the support system. Like there's specific people in your life that support you. Like you got a support system. Your support system could be all your friends. Mm-hmm. But then it's like it'll be those specific friends mm-hmm. that like they support you relentlessly to the point where they won't let you live down. Mm-hmm. Like the fact yes. that you have a gift, and that's yeah. genuine love right there. Like yeah. that's that's yeah. like like it's different from if it came from your family. That's yeah. actually that's another question. But before you know, <laughs> let's keep going because we definitely gonna talk about support system and stuff. I say my motivation is that fire, like that burn, like you know what I'm saying. Like you get that feeling inside when you do something, like you put something out, some content or something, and like people was eating it up or like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You get you get that love that yeah. you feel that inside you, like that fulfillment. You know that's why like I love doing it, like. And then, like like you said, like the people back home and things like that. But I mean, 
I feel like everybody kind of got that, you know, that kind of support mm-hmm. system. Not yeah. everybody, but if yeah. you got something going, you know, you got that yeah, hardcore group that love you and that's going to push behind you. But for me, it's that fire, like, on the inside. Like, I feel it when I sell a shirt or, like, right. I put right. out something, like, we do something. Like, when I see it come yeah. alive, yeah. like, yeah, that, that's that's the energy I love. Would you personally, like, would you, do you think that, like, that fire is sort of, like, filling a void or is just, like, you know what I'm saying? I, th- I, think, it, I think it works together because I, it was a point in time where I lost it. I lost the fight. Like, my, my first semester here, like, it's crazy because when I came to VSU, they was loving it. It was like, yeah, Uno was getting all the love. People were seeing my shirts and not even seeing my face. Like, it's mm. crazy. People knew my name before they knew what, what I looked like. Mr. Freshman. Too. Yeah, yeah. And, I, Freshman yeah, and too. also, when, when Mr. Freshman, to go back to that balance situation, my right. grades dropped. You know what I'm saying? Like, trying to find that balance because everything was full throttle from the start. I didn't really have no way to ease into it or, like, really be a student. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, learn. But, and then, I, like, it was one time I remember. I was literally like laying on the couch doing like winter break. Nobody in the house, just me. I'm looking at the ceiling, and I, I haven't put out no shirts in a while. I haven't done anything. Like I was losing my Mr. Freshman, like my my uh, swag, yeah, yeah. the buzz and everything. I just looked at the ceiling, I started crying, like just oh, wide eyes wide open. I said, God, please give me that fire back. Mm. Please give me that back. Like I prayed for it back. And the second semester I came and like couldn't nobody tell me nothing. I was on my P's and Q's. I got like like a three that semester. I shot like I uh, was shooting a promo vid like for my brand, a little commercial. Yeah. Like the brand had got picked back up. Like and I was I was on my P's and Q's. I was like, yo, like I don't ever want to feel like that again. You know, mm-hmm. like that, that was like the worst one of my life. I never thought I would feel like that. So my motivation is really like having that fire, keeping it burning, like yeah. keep pushing. Like you got, I gotta. I want it. You know? That's what's up. Yeah. I feel like my motivation... So, something happened to me in the summertime about my magazine. But my motivation is, like, people that really try to, like, doubt my, like, self and my skill. Mm-hmm. Just because yeah. I know yeah. what I'm capable of and I know that I have the ambition to go for. Just because I'm very confident and I'm determined to even, like, do anything if I want to. So, I'm from D.C. And in D.C., like, I was working in the summertime at this jewelry store. And it was, like, the most dumbest job ever. Like, I hated it. <laughs> and I remember I had this Indian lady and she was my boss. And she always, she was the re- regional manager she would travel from New York to um, D.C. And, like, everything, like, she would see that I'm doing, like, I would literally be on my computer just working on my magazine. I have, like, time in the summertime. I can do anything, go out, work on my magazine, anything. She would just be like, why aren't you doing this or why aren't you doing that? Like, I would finish what I'm supposed to do and no one would be in the store and she's just, like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, can you get to work, do something? And yeah. I'm like, I am doing something. You told me, like, if I'm bored, watch Netflix. But no, I decided to do and work on my magazine. So she looked at my magazine. She was like, what is this? Like, she was just, it was just like a, she was hating. Mm. And I'm just like, you know what, lady? Like, can you just leave me alone for a second? Like, back up. So I remember one day I came into work and she barely shows up. So this is the day she shows up. <laughs> And she says, hi, Hebrew. I'm like, what are you doing here? Like, you're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to be in New York. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, well, um, I want to have a talk with you. I'm like, okay. And mind you, this is like my second summer working at the store. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, so, you know, everything fine. Like, what's going on? She's just like, we're going to have to let you go. And I'm like, why are you letting me go? Like, I've been working with you guys for a long time. She and. I found out that um, she hired two new white girls and she decided to let me go Mm. just because she thought bringing in the white people would get more sales, which was like really, really like disrespectful because I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you do unnecessary stuff on the job. Like, I'm like, you just told me I can work. I can watch Netflix, but I just want to work on my magazine. (laughs) So I remember I saw her and I, I just said, you know what? Like. I don't need this. I don't need this job. And she was just like, well, you can find something else better. I mean, like, you have a magazine, I guess. I'm like, you're right. I do have a magazine. And I can actually do a lot of things with it. Like, branch out and be, like, this big magazine. And she's just like, okay, well, um, can you just turn in the key, please? And I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to be 30 years old working at a jewelry store. And she just looked at me in disgust, like, ew. I'm just like, you know what? And that's why... Do it yourself. Exactly. That's why I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, it's people also that hate on what you're doing because they can't do it. Yeah. So, period. Just like 
like Jay Hodges TV or like being a rapper. Like people cannot do that. They can't do anything. Like I've True. met people with no ambition, no determination. So when they see people like doing all of this types of stuff, they hate and they don't like the fact that you're being like this big person. First of all, we're in college and we have this brand, like all these brands. So mm-hmm. it's just like a lot of people they hate and that's my motivation. Haters <laughs> that just yeah. Hey, and I'm the crazy just like, thing yeah. is, she was so quick to give you a distraction that would not amount to anything. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, like, when you start it. working on your dreams, <laughs> working towards something, it's a problem. Yeah. yeah. So she was a roadblock anyway. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, I, like to piggyback off what she said, like when people try to doubt you or try to put that that mindset into you, like well, you can't do something. That's fear. You know, that's their yeah. fear. They try to right. put it on you. Intimidation. Yeah. yeah. And um, and the thing about it is, like, I'm going to tell you a crazy story that I heard. A guy said he used to live in an apartment complex. And um, instead of going downstairs, he said, like, one of the top floors. So instead of going downstairs, taking a dog out to go use the bathroom, he'd take him on the roof mm. um, and without a leash or anything. But the dog will always go to the edge of the building and, like, look down, look down. He, he grabbing the dog, like, yo, what you doing? Like, why are you going to the edge? Mm-hmm. The dog doesn't have a concept <laughs> of death. It doesn't know about dying or mm-hmm. falling to its death. Like, right. So if you don't, like, if you if like somebody not there to inflict that fear on you, you can do anything. You know, if you mm-hmm. don't have that in your in your That's mind. Dope. Like, yeah, like, if, if can't nobody teach wow. you, like, oh, you can't yeah. do something, yeah. it's impossible. Like, I mean, it's like, anything is possible when you have like a clear mind yeah. and just feel like you can do anything mm-hmm. and just block out that noise. Like can't yeah. you unstoppable at that point. Word. Going and, off of that, there is um there's actually like a life quote that I've been going by for these past couple months. And um it's fear collapses the imagination. Mm. And being that we're all like in creative uh fields, mm-hmm. I feel like fear is one of the uh the prominent things that hold some of us back sometimes. Mm. And um I always yeah, yeah I always end that off with like faith focus finish because faith is like really like what pushes me that's my motivation factor as as uh yeah. as corny as it may seem no, that's I, not I, 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 live, I live by faith and that's that's it that's what motivates me every day when i don't believe in myself i'm just like yo you you gave me this gift for some reason you put me on this path for some reason so I I got a ball out for you. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah. now nah, faith without works is dead. So it's like yeah. you can have the faith, but if you don't put nothing to action, then yeah. you know, it's yeah. it's like a barren field. Very, you know? very true. I always know like for me, um like I, I well, I say this question to myself like all the time of how far can you take this DJ business like how far, um, like, what are you going to do next? Like, just how far can you take it? So I ask myself that question every day so that way I just keep myself on my toes, like, you know, keep working. Like, I have so many plans, like, with this entertainment business. You know, I'm about to be a partner with Uno, doing, do, um, even doing some more parties and stuff. So it's just a question of how far can you take what you want to do. Mm-hmm. For, me, uh, for me, my motivation is really, like, my family, like, from in Virginia Beach, like, just growing up. Like they always knew I was goofy. I always used to get in trouble like in school, joke around, <laughs> class clown. I used to I used to really fry people in the class. Like it, it was bad. So like I was a short dude growing up, so like I always had to have a joke, like always, like to defend myself to kinda like yeah. not get beat up type of type of thing yeah. if that makes any sense. So like my granddad always pushed me and was like, Yo, you funny, Jay Hodge, you funny. And he would always call me Jay Hodge and I was like and he always called me Jay Hodges and I was like, hmm. So he was always the first one to call me Jay Hodges. So mm-hmm. for real, I kind of stuck with me, and um, you know he's from he's from Norfolk, but he lives in Virginia Beach. I I really would grow up with my granddad for real, for real, and like he really pushed me to like to be that funny guy to keep like making these skits because he saw the first skit I used to do in high school. I was doing skits on YouTube. I wouldn't get any views, but I would I, I would do it, and he would be like, "Yo, keep keep that up. Like that's funny. It made me laugh. Mm-hmm. So if it made me laugh. It gotta be funny because he don't he don't yeah he right. like Richard Pryor and stuff like right, that. So, right, right. So he likes classic comedians. So for me, that's my motivation is just seeing my family proud of me and like being able to say like, yo, Jay Hodges, he's doing a lot of stuff at VSU right now. Like he don't have to go back home to prove that he love us, but you know what I'm saying? He's already showing that he loves us already by, by yeah. doing all this stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's my motivation for real. And just my friends, uh, my friends like Nico, uh, my, my best friend Trevor, you know, Ezra, Javian, Trey, the whole tip crew, like all that to me is my motivation for me. Yeah. That's what's up. Um, so we 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 kind of touched on it in your answers. Um, talk about support systems and the negativity. negativity. So, um, so first, like I, 
and most people like said it, um, you know, what's your support system mm-hmm. like? So it sounds like, you know, the support system of the people back home, mm-hmm. um, you know, the people that you met here, people that you met in high school and stuff. Mm-hmm. I can say for me, um, my support system is, I really don't know who my support system is because like I, I hear so many people, you know, saying like you're doing a good job, but sometimes I'm just like questioning like who's truly, truly there for me. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I get those. Yeah, so it's time. like I, I, I really don't know. Of course, you know, I, I God is my support system. Yeah. You know, I feel like I also yeah, yeah. feel like, you know, the prayers, you know, that, that my grandfather would pray, you know, while I was going on the bus, you know, to like first grade and stuff like that. So that's how I feel like my support system is if anybody still wants to piggyback off, you know. As, as far as like um negativity, yeah. like I block it out. Like mm. it's not it's not that I don't hear it, I know it exists. Yeah. But I'm gonna make it to the point where it's not really much you can say about like if you're talking about me or you wanna talk down or try to right. psych me out, yeah. it's not really much you can do. Like <laughs> yes. it's the proof yeah. is there, like what what can you say? Yeah. And then at the same time, like whenever I do put something out or like uh or like we, we drop like a party or something, like I I don't I'm not even on social media. Like throughout the day. Like I'm low not key. strolling and looking at what everybody else is saying low or key, doing. Low key. Like I I don't I'm not saying I don't care. Like I yeah, I follow you but at the end of the day like it's not really nothing to me. It's not adding like it. it it'll, it'll it's like, not building you. It'll hurt me more. Yeah, yeah it's more than yeah. it'll help me. Yeah, right. yeah. So as far as like the negativity and the noise, I block it. I don't even hear the haters, bro. I yeah. can't. Like, yeah. They silent because you, you while you sitting there hating and trying to get to me and psych me out, you wasting your time. You, you need to be right about you. So yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh That's my gosh. Yeah. That's another thing about the haters. Like they're not doing nothing. Right. Yeah, they're just they're not doing nothing. They're not doing nothing. They're not doing nothing but waiting for you to do something. Especially at VSU. Like, no shade towards anybody. Nah, but let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about it, man. Nah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Y'all be talking, bro. At VSU, it's funny when people hate on people like us that, like, do a lot of stuff, extracurricular things, um, like own brands, and it's like, what are you doing? You just go to class. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. no offense, you going to class, you know what I'm saying? That might not be your lane, but don't come at me for like stepping out of my comfort zone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're trying to make something to myself. Oh, man. That's, that's some real shit, though, <laughs> no, for real. The hate for me, like, I don't care about it. I love the hate. It makes me happy. Like, mm. please talk about it. Because it feels Yo, like you're doing something yeah, good. People like, will always hate on you when you're yeah. doing something good. Yeah. 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 Plus, for me, like, I want to do the entertainment lane, so. You need to talk about me. If you don't talk exactly. about me, I might be doing something wrong. Bro. Yeah. So, if you're talking about me, that's good for me. Get my ratings up. Get my views up. <laughs> right. Honestly. Yeah, because at the end, that's at the end of the day, like any publicity is good publicity. Right. And I also feel like the support system, like that mistrust, all the haters thing, like it all coincides because a lot of people, well, for music specifically, like a retweet and a like don't, it, like it means a lot. It means a lot. Like, True. More people gonna see it this, that, and the mm-hmm. third. But at the end of the day, like. A person gotta listen to the song, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. and it's like, like if you don't, that's my thing. I, I lately I've been telling people, like even when the when the mixtape dropped, I was like, you know, I don't care if you guys listen, I just need y'all to support. And I meant that because, like, I know at this point people are retweeting my stuff, but not people, not a lot of people listening to it. Right. And right. but after after it did get out there, and a lot of people retweeted it and stuff like that. Like more people started like being like, "Yo, this is actually tough and stuff like that." I'm like, "Cause, cause y'all don't listen," and that's why I like as far as as far as support system goes, it's like what like like it's hard to trust the ones that are actually like genuinely supporting you and the ones that's like, Man, "I'll support you," but it don't like yeah. mean yeah. much. It's just something. Yeah, it's just something to do, yeah. and it's like. And it's like support is listening, bro. Like, like letting me know what you think. Like, you don't have to be a fan. You don't have to be a fan. But if I'm coming to you, like, it's because I feel like, like, you supported me before. And at some point, if it yeah. changes, then it's like, why? Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Because, like, as a rapper, like, you, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You know people go through stuff. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So listen yeah. to you, Like, mm. they tune into what you're saying. So or, that's motivation. That they tell a story. And Honestly. then and then it creates this thing as to where it's like, okay, is certain people around me, like, trying to use me? Exactly. Because it's like, because we all have a gift. And again, like y'all said, like, people don't do this. Like, there's a lot of people who can't do this. But there's also people that who could spot potential. 
even when you can't really spot potential well yeah. in yourself, like if they see it, they'll be like, bro, like I need you for this, or like, yo, we should do this together. Let's let's start a group, like all of this stuff like that. Let's do an episode. And that's, yeah. another, <laughs> and that's another thing too. Like yeah. you really have to keep like it sounds cliche, but you gotta keep the keep the grass cut low. So mm-hmm. you can see the snakes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So mm. you, like, yeah, so you can see them. Because at the end of the day, like, I was talking to my roommate, Nooski. He make music. Shout out to Nooski. You know, yeah, been sure. through all platforms. Y'all go, y'all go get that right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the thing about it is I always tell him, like, yo, we look at what we doing so regular, so normal. You know what I'm saying? But to somebody else, it's something big. You know, and even even if yeah, yeah, even if even if like they here for the wrong reasons or the right reasons, somebody gonna notice what you got. You know what I'm saying? And you and you got to be able to step that, take that step back, be quiet and watch. This, you know what I'm saying? And look, because if not, you are gonna get caught up in that negativity. You gonna get caught up. Don't let nobody trick you out your spot. That's all. You gotta be well aware, man. That's all it is. For real, for real. Definitely, man. When it comes to negativity, yo, it's. It's just so much that like, like it's so many layers. It's, it's yeah. So yeah, it's so it's many so layers to it, and it's just like I, you really just have to continue to remember who you are. Yeah, um, you have to remember what God made you, you know, to be. Because honestly, like how I see it, it's like these are these are just multiple tests, you know, because um, you know God puts his strongest out there on the forefront. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like when he gives you those tests, it's just like. He knows that you can pull through. Sometimes you may not even know, but he already knows the end of it. But it's just like how you go through it and how you see yourself after is just like it's it's such an overwhelming and powerful feeling. Like you can just know that you can do anything because, you know, God created you and he and he made you in his image. So you can do all things. Just got to put your mind to it. So with the negativity, man, forget y'all, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, yeah, that's from, yeah. and honestly, that, you know, that's from the bottom of, of my heart. no money you know? in my pockets. Yeah. All. If you, if you're that's not, you know, true. if you're just bringing me down, you know, God bless you for real. <laughs> so, um, no, I, I really want to thank y'all so much, uh, for, for, you know, doing this episode because y'all are all busy. We all busy. Yeah, I missed man. the first one. And where are you missing the first one? Right. <laughs> and, um, and before we go, you know, closing remarks, tell us who you are, where to follow you at, where to shop at, you know, what's up? Yo, like I said, it's Uno. <laughs> they call Lundy. And um, y'all can check me out at unoapparel.bigcartel.com. And y'all can also use my promo code uh, Rocketman1 for 15% off, you know. Rocketman. <laughs> yeah, you know, Is it all caps? Yeah, all okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And also um follow the page at Top Status Entertainment on Instagram and Uno Pro One on Instagram too. Thank y'all. Check it out. It's your boy DJ Infinity, also owner of Infinity Entertainment. Follow me at DJ Infinity Three O One. Also follow my entertainment page at Infinity Entertainment. So, you rocking yeah. with the Alphas number one DJ. <laughs> DJ, DJ Infinity. Infinity. <laughs> hey, yo, follow me, man. Turn me up. What's up, y'all? This is Hebrew Magazine. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Hebrew Magazine. It's spelled H-I-R-U-T. It's very hard to say. It's Ethiopian. But, um, yes, and you can also check me out on Google because I just made my site available on Google. So if you Google my name, it comes up. So H-R-U-T Magazine.com. Yo. I'm way more comfortable than I was in the beginning. It's Trey Williams, aka Art Backwards. You know what I'm saying? After talking with y'all, but um, you can find me on Twitter at Art underscore Backwards and on Instagram at Art Backwards. It ain't much up there. Just some freestyle, some pretty cool verses. I'm better than your favorite rapper. Remember that. But um, yeah, all love for Ezra, letting us come through and stuff. And um, love to y'all for listening. Um, like I said in the beginning, St. Laurent Antoine, you can go to my website, bysaint.co. All of my socials are listed up there. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's where you can find me. Yeah, I need All my work photos, babe. Yeah, me too. Dude. Yeah, I need some you photos. Know yeah. <laughs> uh, y'all can follow me at uh, ITS, it's underscore J Hodges, J H O D G S, Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, J Hodges757. Uh, shout out to Virginia Beach, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And also, um, speaking of, uh, I'm doing collaboration with Trey tomorrow uh, for HBCU 101. Shout out to my boy Jalil Thurman. We're doing that, so we're going to try to air on Aspire TV. Yeah, so we're going to try to do that. Uh, yeah, follow me, all that. Yeah. Y'all talk. Yes, what up, Jalil? 
Uh, so, nah, once again, thank y'all so much for coming out and, and, and doing this, you, you know. You. Um, yo, to all the listeners, hey, make sure you support us, you know what I'm saying? This one gonna be legendary. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, we, and we hit an hour. One hour So listen up. So listen up. Check this out, yo. For all the listeners out there, just please remember to support Black businesses. Uh, we 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 don't do this just for us, but we do this to inspire others that's coming along the way. So remember about time management, self discipline. Always remember that fear collapses imagination, and you could always put your mind to anything and do it, all right? Because God made you that way, so you can do it. This is Ezra McNeil, Real Talk with Ezra. We see you soon. Peace.